It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. and shine nerds welcome to the back row morning show part of the love thy nerd podcast network and the official exclusive morning show for ltn radio i'm radio matt i'm the station manager for ltn radio i'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd also i spent about two years of high school never wearing jeans because for some reason i thought khakis were the cool cool thing to wear i was wrong and I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter counterpart of the back row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and I'm pretty much 100% certain that I have been frozen for the better part of this entire week, last week. It's been pretty cold. Pretty uh-huh, cold yeah, for yeah. New Mexico, especially yeah. in almost May. I mean, we're getting there. And the week before, which was nice, the week before was nice, leading up to last week... Again, this is actually Friday, not Monday, because <laughs> that's how we record things. Anyway, uh, the week before last week was nice. Weather leading up to it has been fairly spring-like and decent. And so the schools decided to turn off the heat just in time <laughs> for one final cold wave. Really cold. Yeah. Really cold. So I have been legitimately frozen <laughs> all week long and so what you're saying we're not re- we're not recording these live right now listen Those once again here? once again <laughs> if it would be better to our audience for us to be able to record live then you know write all the letters <laughs> send all the emails send all the money really that's what we need send yeah. all the money let this be our <laughs> jobs all right, well, today on the show, uh, okay, well, I guess we're doing microchips now. We've also got a Who Said It <laughs> quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. First, today is Monday, April 19th, 2021, and we've got some holiday, well, a holiday to celebrate. Once again, a listed holiday and then a secondary not listed holiday that's way more important than the holiday you listed. It is National Garlic Day. I mean, I love me some garlic. I love garlic, too. I like garlic on most things. I was about to say everything. everything. Yeah. No, but not candy well, or sweets. Sweet, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. but that's but I mean, a, I, mm-hmm, steak, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I've never had garlic. Oh, maybe I have had garlic on a hot dog. Garlic on a hot dog? What? We were talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. With sandwiches. garlic on them. Mm. Mm. I had some today. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe it was a sausage dog, not a hot dog, but still, I think it's still kind of in the same ballpark. What? I was actually, I was going to say vein. I mean, it kind of still is. <laughs> <laughs> Meat vein. Meat vein. All right, what's your uh, totally personal and not a. Uh, it's Mila's 10th birthday. 
She's 10 years old today. 10. Double digits. My my last child. I ran into your uh, family the other day. Fam, bam. Your family minus Cannon the other day. That's what I heard. Got to see Mila for the first time in a while. She's huge, huh? She's, she's getting big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you just saw us not that long ago at Johnny's or Eli's birthday. Oh, that's true. But I didn't really interact with Mila at all. She came in and then left, stole Nerf guns and went and, and guitars and just started <laughs> playing like she was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she found her friend, her long lost <laughs> buddy and took off. So how's your uh, week been, Mo? I just told y'all. Freezing. Aside from being cold, how's your week been? <laughs> oh, I had to be I had to be bad guy Uh-oh. at school, like Uh-oh. the first time ever that I had to be bad guy. That kid try to hit on you again? Well, no. <laughs> With your well made me nervous. No. Like, well, I mean, well, no, but it did involve that kid. Oh so, no! I know, and it made me really sad. So last Thursday, you know, I have lunch. Lunch duties. <laughs> I was trying to think of another word. Uh, I have to take their class to lunch and stay with them and then take them back to class until their, their lead teacher comes in. Anyway, um, until he returns from, from lunch. Oh, so many good stories. Okay, real quick. So Thursday, I'm, it's the end of lunch. We give them a five-minute warning. We let them know, hey, you need to be finishing up. Um, the entire time, I'm like, hey, come on, guy. Him and his, his best friend, they sit next to each other. Come on, you got to finish eating. You have not had anything. Eat. Mm. And we get down to the last minute, and I'm like, shovel the food in your face now. Your fat, stupid face. Everybody else is, like, putting all of their trash in their bag so they can easily throw it in the trash can on the way to line up. And he's still shoveling food. And so I walked over to them both, and I was like, you know what, guys? You're not sitting next to each other tomorrow. Ooh, snap. Mm-hmm. And so Friday was kind of hard for me as a as a people pleaser <laughs> because I did not sit them next to each other, but neither one of them spoke a single word to me the whole time. Like barely looked in my direction. They were so upset with me. It broke my heart. I was I was very sad, very, very disappointed. So are you not allowed to just say, all right, well, I guess you didn't eat. No, we totally are. I just, once again, Hmm. I'm a people pleaser. Gotcha. And I, there's something about a kid not eating that really, like, breaks me. Mm. I want to make sure every kid eats while they're at school. And even though I don't think that he's one that falls into the category of you know, not getting meals at home. Yeah. There are a lot of our kids in our district and specifically the school I'm at that Mm. don't get meals at home. And so when I am watching over them for breakfast and lunch, I'm kind of like a... Touch your mouth, eat your food. Yeah. I'm all about (laughs) having fun. Yeah. I'm all about (laughs) having fun and chit-chatting and... I mean, that's really the only time that they get to socialize. I get that. <laughs> you know, so have your fun. But eat your food. Say a sentence, take a bite. Say yeah. a sentence, take a bite. Come on, guys. We can do this. <laughs> so what are your good stories? Um, so many good stories. Well, I actually forgot that I already told my good stories last week. Oh, they're the same ones from last yeah. week? <laughs> the week the week before. Um, with the 
All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Oh, yeah, that was your, like, uh, your thing that you love. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I told how the teacher and I both went into full-on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So did, did the whole rap? The whole rap. For the kids? And then the kids are like, what? Well, I will say, I didn't, I didn't tell this, but I think it was Monday. I just happened to say as the teacher walked in, ah, guess who's back? And then I was like, back again. The teacher's name is Spears. So I said, Spears is back. He said, tell a friend. <laughs> this is what uh, this is what millennial culture is now. Uh-huh. Any old culture. It is. It's just reliving old references. It is. Then he took it one step further, though, and he said, nobody wants to see Spears no more. They want Miss Mo. I'm chopped liver. <laughs> so I had to walk away laughing. <laughs> Pop back in. This looks like a job for Molly Winnemann. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. And something yeah. you totally do. He did ask me last Friday as I was leaving, did you teach him anything new today? Did you teach him any new songs from our childhood? And I said, no, not today. <laughs> and all the kids were like, you didn't even sing at all today. <laughs> I was like, I know. I'll learn something this weekend and teach you next week. Oh, man. Uh, So our church is in the beginning, the planning stages, I guess, of VBS starting this week, which... I'm going to say, yeah, 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 yes, to VBS. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, 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 yes, to VBS. It's going to be an interesting year. Um, Well, number one, everybody's really upset because (laughs) the uh, company that we use for our VBS is doing the same one they did last year because not a lot of people used it last Mm -hmm. year and they all hated the idea last year before COVID hit. They're like, oh gosh, that's what the plan is this year. I think it's construction or something. Oh yeah. Bricks. Yeah. How do we decorate for this? Yeah. Manhole covers on the carpet. Yeah, a lot of construction <laughs> cones and broken wood pieces, right. and because like the year before they had like these caution tape everywhere. I remember like Deidre had to create like this forest thing, so she got like like twenty um, like fake Christmas trees. Yeah. Had them all set up. They made these beautiful clouds strung up made of uh just white balloons all stuck together strung up across like it was just these beautiful elaborate uh nature scenes and it's like that guy with the jackhammer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm out of ideas already yeah and so they were all psyched new year new theme no nope, same one dang it Aww. i already bought all the stuff too should i should I send encouraging text with my ideas that I have going through my mind? Oh, absolutely, you should. Okay, I'll do that. I'll Our do friend that. Hillary's on it, though. She's been all over the Pinterest boards looking at what people did last year, the future. Is she that directing? Were able to do it. Not officially. I think she's still on the fence on whether or not she's even doing it at all this year. Oh. But uh, uh, our, our pastor's wife will be okay. the main director this year. Okay. Which is better. Better than a than a previous year, uh, but that's wow, a personal thing. What we just a don't personal need to, we shot just don't directly need to, at just... me! <laughs> How rude! No, when you were here, everything was smooth <laughs> and wonderful. Don't forget that. <laughs> and then you abandoned us. Well, and in that regard, this is the first year <laughs> that I am not VBS director. Mm. Hmm. Were you VBS director last year? Yeah. 
Why did I think somebody else was in charge last year of the video production thing? I don't know. Huh. Okay. So you're not going to do the director thing this year? Nope. Did they not offer it to you or what? Did you do a bad job? (laughs) (laughs) No, my focus is turned towards, um, well, towards recovery, if you will, towards life's healing choices at this point. And hopefully, hopefully we'll relaunch our, our Celebrate Recovery. Cool. You know, in 2022. Yeah. In January. So but that's, that's where that's on I want to. of people? Yeah. Are you heading this up now? N- no. I'm. But you're just actively involved? Co leading with, with SIP. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's exciting, but it was in that moment when it was brought, you know, to me as, hey, would you, would you want to do this? Would you want to serve in this in this form and fashion and i was like well i gotta take something off my plate because Mm. i can't do it all although i want to (laughs) we all do don't we Mm -hmm. um when you're part of the 20 percent that does all the 80 percent that's not all like outside forces compiling on you some of that's your fault yeah Uh, oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. it really is um but i was proud of myself for as soon as that was brought to my attention and we had the meeting cipriano and i sat down with our pastor and had the discussion of what it was going to look like and long term blah 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 blah. um sippy was actually the one who was like now you got to tell her that she has to take something off of her plate she can't do it all he was talking to our (laughs) pastor and i was like i already decided that (laughs) and so i told him right then i'll be stepping down from from vbs director and so of course he was like oh well that's a bummer but i get it and i was like yeah vetoed (laughs) i said i just i really i love vbs but i did it as a uh a solution to a problem, if you will, because there wasn't a VBS director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this a lot on the show that I had never even gone to VBS as a kid. Right. So I had really no idea what VBS actually yet, was. Yet you've crushed it every year. Yeah. Um, but my heart is definitely celebrate recovery. It's, Good. That is. I'm glad. I'm really glad. This is the first time hearing that y'all were going to be working towards reopening that CR. Well, that is at least my hope. Yeah. And I think others kind of go back and forth with, do we reopen or do we just kind of stay as like life's healing choices kind of thing? Or what do we do? And I'm like, "Mm, celebrate recovery. Celebrate recovery. (laughs) Don't go halfway. No half measures. That's how I am. The whole thing here. But Jesse Smith is going to be our BBS director. So it's in good hands. Yeah. She'll do a good job. I'm excited. Those people you don't know. I'm sorry. I know. Semi sad, Uh, (laughs) but also excited. But yeah, good Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, let's take a break here. Uh, When we come back, we've got a top list. Stick around. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. According to Deadline, Jacob Tremblay has been cast in the upcoming Toxic Avenger reboot. According to a synopsis, the remake follows a struggling everyman who is pushed into a vat of toxic waste and transformed into a mutant freak who must go from shunned outcast to underdog hero as he races to save his son, his friends, and his community from the forces of corruption and greed. The film also stars Peter Dinklage. 
If you heard thunder cracking in the sky last week, it's likely because of a couple of announcements from DC Films. According to Variety, Lucy Liu has joined the cast of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. She will play Calypso, the villainous sister of Helen Mirren's Hespera. Uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods will fly into theaters on June 2nd, 2023. And The Rock shared a new photo of the slate from the set of Black Adam. He announced that Black Adam has officially begun filming, and Black Adam is set to premiere July 19th of 2022. And finally, the next screen film to be released will be a continuation of the story that we saw play out over the course of the first four movies. The movie is bringing back the legacy characters, including Nev Campbell as Sidney Prescott, David Arquette as Dewey Riley, and Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. The, the film is being directed by Matt Bettinelli-Alpin and Tyler Gillett from Ready or Not, and they are going to great lengths to make sure the plot and story details for the film are kept under wraps. In fact, it turns out that multiple scripts were written, and there are also multiple edits of the film to throw fans off. This is something they took right out of Marvel's playbook. Bloody Disgusting reports that there are not only multiple versions of the screenplay, but also the movie, with a purpose to obfuscate fans who want to spoil the final product. Better safe than sorry. As far as we know, the movie will follow a woman returning to her hometown to try and find out who has been committing a series of vicious crimes. Like, you know, pretty much, it's, it's Scream. It's the same movie every time. Also returning to the franchise is actress Marley Shelton back playing Judy Hicks and the new cast members Jack Quaid, Dylan Minnette, and Jenna Ortega will be a part of this new Scream scheduled to hit theaters on January 14th of 2022. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt and this is LTNN. Background Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And we've got a top list for you coming up. And then later in the show, COVID microchips no. are a thing. Uh-uh. They're, they exist. You can't They're make a thing me. already. <laughs> oh, but before we do anything else, uh, I've got five random facts for you. Do you? I was so upset about <laughs> what you're once again forcing me to discuss <laughs> that I forgot about the facts. Just the facts. All right. According to Guinness World Records, the first speeding ticket was given in 1896 for going eight miles an hour, which at the time was four times the legal speed limit. Woo. Yeah. Two miles an hour? Was, you can walk faster than that. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Sea slug heads can be severed and grow a new body. Mm-hmm. Uh... Like worms, right? Can't worms do that? I think. I don't know Just for make sure. Two worms. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, the world's smallest reptile was reported earlier this year, which was a chameleon in northern Madagascar that measured twenty-eight point nine millimeters. Millimeters. Wow. Uh-huh. I saw a picture of it. It was pretty cute. <laughs> it was just sitting on a person's fingertip. Gross. Yeah, it was it was pretty cute. Uh, a human foot contains twenty six bones, most of which remain cartilage throughout a person's childhood, slowly ossifying into bone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And <laughs> I've got no funny quip for that. <laughs> <laughs> lastly, the only two mammals to enjoy spicy food are humans and the tree shrew. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a tree shrew is. I it's a weird looking mammal. I can tell you that. <laughs> it it and they looks like spicy food. Like a 
cross between a hedgehog and like a tiny bear. <laughs> it was it was really weird looking. All right, solid facts. Here we go. Silly things we used to believe as kids. That's our top list for today. Ooh. Uh, I got a list basically of quotes uh, from people who believed silly things oh, when I, they were kids. Okay, okay, right? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first up, the magic cash machine. Uh, I don't have names for anybody who said this, but these are just, consider these generic thoughts. I'm sure you had some of these when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. I thought that you could take money out of a cash machine anytime you needed some. It seemed odd that people worried about the cost of things when they could just visit the cash machine more frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all felt that yeah. way. I mean, that's how my kids are. You're going to have to buy it. I'm like, well, I can't, I, can't buy, I can't buy everything that you want all the time. Why not? Just go to the bank. Use your card. <laughs> uh, all right. When a song was being played on the radio, I thought the whole band just popped into the room with a radio presenter and then left once they finished. Huh. It's all live. Everything's live. <laughs> Can you imagine how difficult that would be? As a band, making it from radio station to radio station to radio station to radio station <laughs> all day. Sometimes they play that song two, three times a day. Right? <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I thought dogs and cats were the same species. Just dogs were male and cats were female. Blew my little seven-year-old mind when my dog got pregnant. <laughs> Aww. Uh, that's actually... Uh, a Dusty Slay joke as well. Is it? He said, I thought dogs were male and cats were female. Once my dog got pregnant, I said, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> okay. I don't trust you. Uh, I convinced myself that my saliva would work like a narcotic on chocolate Easter bunnies so they wouldn't feel the pain of me eating them. Well, that's a weird one. Number I'm, one. I'm slightly concerned about this. That your Easter buddy would feel the pain. I really am. I That one really worries me. <laughs> now, this is one that I actually kind of believed when I was a kid, too. I used to believe that quitting something cold turkey meant that you ate cold turkey instead of smoking or doing whatever else you were trying to quit. I figured that since cold turkey doesn't sound that delicious, they must be so distracted by how annoying cold turkey tastes that they forget about their addiction. <laughs> I like cold turkey. Heck yeah. That's how I prefer it. It's cold white meat turkey. But see, so mm. for in that regard, that would be us giving up one addiction for another addiction. <laughs> but that's a good addiction. I don't think you can I don't think you can OD on cold turkey. I wanna quit smoking. Oh, I really want a cigarette. Whoa, nope, I really want I really want a slice of cold turkey. <laughs> Uh, I used to think that there were little people inside traffic lights who press buttons to make them change from green to yellow to red. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought if someone kissed me, we were married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of kids think. Um, let's see. Nope. <laughs> I was definitely convinced some sort of creature would come out of the toilet when I flushed it. I would always wash my hands first, flush, and then run out of the bathroom. <laughs> My kids are, for some reason, just terrified the toilet's going to overflow because it's happened one time. Yeah. <laughs> so they just don't flush anymore. I just keep walking in on giant wads of poop. Have this to yell is for my what son. makes it overflow. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 
I thought old and young versions of movie characters were played by the same actor and that they waited until the actor grew up to finish making the movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially these days. I can see that, especially in like the last 10 years, kids this age believing that because some of the com- computer animation stuff really looks legit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my parents said colleges were hard to get into, I thought they meant the door was heavy and hard to open. (laughs) (laughs) I thought nosebleed seats at a basketball game were given their name because they were closest to the court. So you could get hit in the face with a ball. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. That's some logical thinking. Yeah. I've always thought that I have always thought that nosebleeds, Brought you closer to whatever it was, <laughs> so much so that it, you're in um, danger of yeah, getting a nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought clowns were a race of people. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I mean that would be terrifying. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, you never consider a clown being a person who just dresses up as a clown, especially not as a kid. No, yeah. yeah. They're a certain creature. <laughs> wow. Uh, I thought when uh, that when someone choked a bit and said something had gone down the wrong way, that we must have had a food tube and a drink tube, and I wondered how our bodies knew what to do with chunky vegetable soup. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a little conveyor belt, you know, and it just... Just sifts it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a sifter, like a like a yeah. strainer almost. Yeah. It catches the big chunks. And... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I used to think that fax machines rolled the paper into tubes and magically sent the physical document through the wires to come out on the other end. I mean, that's kind of what I thought too. <laughs> Uh, when I was a kid, I thought secondhand smoke meant that you smoked with both hands, like you had a lit cigarette in each hand and you alternated. Oh, no. See, <laughs> to me, secondhand smoke was when you picked up someone else's cigarette butt and you were the secondhand <laughs> to smoke the <laughs> like cigarette. A, like a secondhand uh, yeah, shirt or whatever exactly. passed down. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I believe that when people died in the movies, they died in real life. I assumed before they started filming, they were like, all right, show of hands. Who wants to die for real? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I didn't like mushrooms as a child, but one day my parents served me chopped mushrooms with pasta. These are mushrooms. No, they replied. Those are Ujama flips. I must have thanked, uh, thanked about a dozen of my friends' snickering parents for the yummy ujama flips in my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> ujama flips. I used to go to sleep without the TV on. I believed, or I'm sorry, I wouldn't go to sleep without the TV on. I believed if there were ever an intruder, the cast from the show on the TV would jump out of the TV and protect me. George Lopez protected me for years. Wow. <laughs> I mean, George Lopez. Intimidating figure. Uh, (laughs) I used to think that your birthday suit was an actual suit people wore on their birthday and always wondered why I didn't have one. (laughs) Oh, but you do. (laughs) Uh, 
I used to think that people on TV could see me when I was really little. One time, an aardvark puppet on the show said, I love your new hair, and I'd just come into the room after having a haircut, and it freaked me out. (laughs) (laughs) When I was very small, I thought that moving house meant I literally moved, or literally moving your house to a different place. I then imagined there must be a secret button somewhere that you pushed to enable this and set about trying to find it. You know, we did this as kids, or as when I was a kid. Our family did this when I was a kid. Moved our house. Moved the entire house. From one. Yeah, you can do that with certain houses, like piece of land to another. Things, or well, this was an old farmhouse, farm? super old farmhouse, and they stuck it up on, uh, like a oh man, I can't think of the word, like a trailer bed, essentially. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was I was imagining you were thinking of something else. Oh, I didn't no. want to say tra- tra- trailer. Whatever. What, how else do you move it? Well, <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, sat it on pallets and then on the trailer bed uh-huh. and then took it because it was one of the trail like a. Anyway, forget it. I got you. Drove it through Big from enough. one town to the next. It was Big about enough. a 20 minute drive from towns but it took like two hours oh i'll bet yeah 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 Yeah. um when i was a kid we had this um i don't know exactly what you call it i guess a shelf type thing it was on top of a stack of bricks like a brick part of the house extension from our fireplace Mm -hmm. and at the top of the thing was just this wooden plank and it kind of served as just like a an entryway table okay you know but if you lifted that piece of wood up, inside the little brick square was just a bunch of dirt, like like uh, almost like sandbox dirt. Okay. I don't know what the purpose of it was, and that was never explained to me, and my parents never knew what it was. But I was convinced for years there was buried treasure somewhere in there. And so I was smart enough to not, like... Make a mess. Make a mess and pour it out. But I, there were multiple times throughout the six years I remember living in that house where I just dug my hands in as deep Trying as I to could find to it. see what's in there. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I'd pull out like a little piece of wood, like a chip piece of wood. That's about it. I'd be terrified there was a snake or a big old <laughs> spider or something. I bet you it was originally like a planter, like a planter box inside of the house. Mm, maybe. And then somebody maybe. decided that that's dumb to have a planter box inside the house, and so they kind of covered it decoratively. That's quite possible. That is our top list for today. Kind of a fun one there. That was fun. Uh, it is uh, time for no fun. It's episode 28 of our COVID coverage. I'm refusing. Since over a year ago. In Peace the, out, homies. In the next segment, we'll be talking about COVID microchips that, well, are no longer a crazy conspiracy theory. That they're, they're here now. But first, we're going to talk about a new study showing how scared of COVID people are today compared to different times uh, in the past 13 months. Uh, so this is, according to Discern News, says Americans are, have the lowest levels of worry about COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic, thanks to the rising numbers of vaccinations and decreased levels of cases, according to a new Gallup poll. 35% of U.S. adults say that they are very or somewhat worried about becoming infected with the virus. And 22% are very or moderately worried about getting treatment. Worry about contracting COVID-19 is down among almost all key segments of society since February, especially among older adults. At the beginning of the pandemic in the spring of 2020, 
64% of Americans were worried about contracting COVID-19. After declining for several months, that number spiked, sorry, that number spiked last July at 59% and has drastically decreased over the past few months, mirroring the decline in cases across the nation. So some groups with the current levels of worry include Democrats at 50%, the unvaccinated who want to receive a vaccine at 49%, Non-white adults at 45%, those between 18 and 44 at 42%, college graduates at 30%, and women at 39%. Uh, those with the least concern include senior citizens, 21%, and those who do not want the vaccine, 19%, and Republicans, 17%. Uh, Gallup also noted nearly 8 in 10 Americans are seeing the overall situation improving. Um, I mean, I... I uh, I believe all of that. The only thing that's surprising to me is that senior citizens is so low. I feel like that's the one sector in society that would be concerned about catching it because that has been proven to be pretty bad. You know, though, I I have found it very interesting that... Okay, first of all, I went into the post office last week and noticed that about half the people were wearing masks to include people who were there and people who worked there. Only about half the people. And I kind of had a moment of, did I miss an announcement? Like, are masks not mandatory, quote unquote, anymore? Especially is it in like a federal building? Yeah. <laughs> is it something at our own will now? Because if it is, dang, I'm pulling this thing off right now. <laughs> you know? But anyway. Um, and I found it very interesting that most of the people I've come in contact with notice not wearing their masks are... Yes. Older people. Yeah, you're right about that, actually. And so I'm I'm on that too. the fence of thinking that maybe, maybe at this point, after 13 months, you know, going back and forth and being cautious and, and the guidelines and then all the facts and misinformation and information and blah, 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 you know, just everything. Revision, 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 uh-huh. revision every right. other month. I'm getting to the point to where I'm wondering if maybe that generation of people is like, you know what? I'm going to die one way or another. This isn't forever. Life is not eternal. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of my life, whether it's a couple months, a couple years, whatever it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I remember my mom said something um, about half a year ago now saying, if I don't catch COVID and it doesn't kill me, just the stress from all this might kill me anyway. It's very true. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's been freaking out. It's only been in the last couple months that she's like, all right, you know what? I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> she did get, she got, she got one shot. One, one opportunity. One vaccine. <laughs> to get everything she ever wanted. Uh, no, she got a, uh, she got a vaccine. Uh, Decided she's not going to go get the second one. Okay. Which, uh, that's the one that she she keeps hearing, you know, that's the one that really knocks you out mm-hmm. really bad. And so she's like, eh. One of them is like, what, 85% effective? Mm-hmm. They're like, that's good enough. <laughs> so I'm like, well, it's your life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, compare that to six months ago. Right. And she didn't want to leave the house. Uh, 
She's making everybody wear masks. She's wearing two masks at the time. All kind of this. This was before people were recommending wearing two masks at the time. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's been rough. Mm-hmm. And I think I think people are now reaching the point. A lot of people are reaching the point where look, I just can't. I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Can't keep doing this for something that has like a ninety nine point eight uh, survival rate mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's too much. And to those people, I say, I agree. <laughs> Look, I mean, we've, we've said it multiple times. Yeah. This is a brand new thing. It's a brand new deal. It's definitely real. Sure. It's absolutely. definitely not a hoax. It's definitely not just the flu. Right. Uh, Cause both of us here have had it. Yeah. We both experienced it. I will say it's unlike anything I've ever had, and I didn't even have a bad case of it. Right. Uh, so it's definitely a real thing. But, uh, I mean, I remember when they were saying the death rate for this was going to be 4%, which mm-hmm. was higher, like three times as much as a flu or something. It was like a bunch. Mm-hmm. Like a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch more people than have died were going to die. And, uh, I mean, dying... Any any death is is tragic and terrible, but at the same time, that's it. It's uh, that is life. That mm-hmm. is how viruses work. We can't just stop all of society indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad that things are starting to uh, chill out, and that makes me hopeful at least that some of these uh, extreme measures that are being proposed might get enough. Uh, public backlash because things are winding down because things are getting better that they won't be implemented fully Mm -hmm. i know there have been several states that are like absolutely not we're not doing uh vaccine passports just we're not doing that we're not gonna do that mess and i'm glad what states are those i don't know off the top of my head need to figure out (laughs) if i can find a job there But uh, yeah, so there there is a a, a kind of kind of crazy measure uh, already existing, already being like tested, and that is a a COVID microchip, and we're going to talk about that uh, in the next in the next segment. Uh, but uh, you're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. More backroom morning show to come. Stick around. <laughs> It's Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got five random facts for you. Unicorns are the national animal of Scotland. Bees sometimes sting other bees. A 2013 study determined children ask roughly 300 questions per day. The total weight of ants on Earth is equal to the total weight of humans. And a small valley in Panama, known as Shangri-La Valley, is reported to be the healthiest place to live, doting its warm climate, active social scene, healthy food, and slower pace of life are all factors that lead toward a less stressful daily life and equating to longer life expectancies. For more fun facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central here on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. 
Are you? Are you sure? Yeah, I, I, uh huh. I switched over one too many. I was ready to end the show. (laughs) I was ready to be done. You were on the last second Uh already. But today, Matt's talking about COVID (laughs) microchips. First, we're gonna play a quick round of Who Said It. This time, I got quotes from Cosmo Kramer from Seinfeld and Dwight Schrute from The Office. Interesting. I will read a quote. Mo is going to guess which is which. You can play along at home. This one is time. We got twenty quotes. Five minutes to answer them all. I'm going to do my best to not, not to say it in either one of their voices. It, but not to the point where we did that, that one time where I was Macho Man Randy Savage for everything. Though that was fun. Okay. You remember that one? That was fun. Yeah, but see, it's it's an <laughs> accent. I have a difficult time understanding accents. <clears throat> Is it an accent? Just read it in your Liam Neeson taken voice, which, by the way... Last Saturday, we went and watched the Taken movies because yeah. after all the references from last <laughs> we just week's... just had to see them. Yeah. How many are there? Well, okay, I shouldn't say all the Taken. We watched the first two. Because I do there? think that there are more than two. I think there's at least three. Hmm. But I think like every good... How many things can be taken? <laughs> We're watching the first one. Mm-hmm. The boys are into it. Like they are loving it. Mila didn't watch with us. She had a sleepover. Um, the boys are so into it. We're about last 15, 20 minutes into the first movie. And Chris is like, we're going to watch the second one after this. And Topher goes, there's a second one. Does he, does he not find her? What happens? <laughs> why, why is there a second one? <laughs> Panic immediately ensued. <laughs> this poor guy. It's so unfortunate for him. Just keeps losing all his family members. Yep. Mm-hmm. Move. <laughs> Get a new number or something. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Quiz time. Oh, understudies are a very shifty bunch. The substitute teachers of the theater world. Cosmo Kramer or Dwight Schrute? Uh, Cosmo. Correct. I broke the covenant of the keys. Shoot. Um, oh. Did you say shoot? I said shoot. <laughs> mm. See, so I could see Cosmo saying this about, I should say Kramer. I should see Kramer saying this about, like, going into Jerry's apartment. I don't know that Shroot Dwight has any reason to have keys that I can think of. Ugh. Kramer. Good job. Am I crazy or am I so sane that I just blew your mind? You have four minutes. Dwight. Shh. Wrong. Before I do anything, I ask myself, would an idiot do that? And if the answer is yes, I do not do that thing. Uh, Dwight. Good job. Through concentration, I can raise and lower my cholesterol at will. Dwight. Correct. Women are like wolves. If you want one, you must trap it, snare it, tame it, feed it. Oh, Dwight. Right. I am ready to face any challenges that might be foolish enough to face me. Kramer. Wrong. It's better to be hurt by someone you know accidentally than by a stranger on purpose. Hold on. It's better to be hurt by someone you know accidentally than by a stranger on purpose. (laughs) Dwight? 
Correct. I got news for you. Handicapped people, they don't even want to park there. They want to be treated like everybody else. That's why those spaces are always empty. Uh, Kramer. Correct. The eyes are the groin of the head. Ew. <laughs> it means they're vulnerable. Ew. <laughs> Dwight. Correct. Nothing stresses me out except having to seek the approval of my inferiors. Dwight. Correct. I am fast. To give you a reference point, I am somewhere between a snake and a mongoose and a panther. Uh, Kramer. Wrong. Aww. I really like depriving myself of things. It's fun. Very monastic. Dwight? Wrong. Huh. How'd you like it if I just pulled your heart out of your chest right now and shoved it down your throat? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dwight. Wrong. What? Giddy up. Seriously. <laughs> Dwight. Wrong. Wow. <laughs> Do you have any conceivable reason for getting up in the morning? Nope. I don't. <laughs> uh, Dwight. Wrong. What? There's nothing more pathetic than a grown man who's afraid of a woman. Dwight. Wrong. <laughs> My feelings regenerate at twice the speed of a normal man. Kramer. Wrong. Mm -hmm. Moles. Freckles' ugly cousin. Oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, Kramer. Good job. Reject a woman and she will never let it go. One of the many defects of their kind. Also weak arms. Dwight. Correct. Oh, uh, good job. Not really. <laughs> well, good job on time because <laughs> we had gotten through two and you lost a minute of the five already. But uh, yeah, you got 55%. <laughs> you got better than half. You got 11 out of 20. So the moles... <laughs> Freckles, Freckles ugly. So when you said moles, I was thinking like animal. animal. And mm. I'm like, what? No. Oh, skin mole. Okay, I get it now. Uh, giddy up is like Kramer's catchphrase. Is it? Yeah. He bangs the table and goes, mm, giddy up. Okay. Uh, hmm. But this one is a hard one. I'll admit there are a few that I got wrong, too. When I first went through this, I'm like, oh, goodness. And I'm very familiar with both of those characters. Yeah. You have not really watched The Office. No. More than a few episodes, anyway. Mm. You watch a lot of Seinfeld, though, haven't you? Yeah, over time. Not like... Not like binge watching it. Right. Not like I watch Friends. Right. But <laughs> over and over. Or Gilmore Girls. <laughs> um, did you know the 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 the, the, the older... One from that show, Lauren Graham. Sure, uh, did you know she's in a, a Disney show? Really, The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. Really, yeah. I'm surprised because yeah, after Gilmore Girls, she did a few um, questionable things. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, but, she was like the main female in Bad Santa. So, oh, yeah. Well, it was it was not not good. I mean. So I'm kind of surprised Disney <laughs> would use her. I think still, generally, she has a a wholesome. Uh, 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 I don't air about her. Yeah. And Gilmore well, Girls is my second favorite show. <laughs> How many people have really seen Bad Santa? Though is what I'm saying. I think it was pretty big for when, like, when it first came out. Really? 
And it was even like that happened. That came out right after Gilmore Girls ended. And so and you knew that Lauren Graham was the main female character. And so you're kind of thinking, oh, okay, this isn't going to be a terrible movie. Sure. The rating and sure the name. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, my gosh. I'm itchy all of a sudden. I'm yeah. itchy. I need to this go. This is disgusting. I need to go take a shower. <laughs> I have never watched it. Um, I made a, I made a, I made a decision a long time ago that if they also come out with an unrated version of a movie, yeah. then the normal version's not going to be much better. Mm-hmm. So I just don't watch it. That's, that's a good decision. <laughs> I may have to jump on board with that decision from here on out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, Game Changers is pretty nice. I like it. Emilio okay. Estevez is back. Yeah, I don't know where it's going. Emilio. It's pretty good. TV show. Mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah, Plus. yeah. Uh, it's the it's the other Disney Plus special going on right now. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, of course, is getting all the press. But Mighty Ducks Game Changers, it's happening too. So last uh, last segment, we uh, well last. And let's talk about uh, Game Changers a little bit more, can we? <laughs> I think that's what we need to be discussing. <laughs> no? Well, Emilio no. Estevez uh, owns a skating rink. Okay. Uh, but he hates hockey. That's how, the, that's how it starts. Wow. And he's the same Emilio Estevez he was in the three movies. How does that even make sense? Now he hates hockey. Hmm? Now, now, you're, now you're peaked. What happened? Bump, bump, bump. I still don't even really know. Really? Uh, I think there's only four or five episodes out at this point. Hmm. Anyway, it's really good. I like it. Um, anyway, so last week Tell we us talked a little bit more about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talk sorry. about talking in the winter shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that. Really diving into um, like the okay, politics listen, and the racial stuff. Right? Uh, <laughs> Canon is like <laughs> peeved, peeved has been for weeks about the new Captain America. Of He's course, like, you're supposed to be. Livid. <laughs> livid. Yeah. Chris had his hair messed up the other day and happened to say, Do I need to fix my hair? And Cannon was like, No, you look fine. Almost as stupid as the new Captain America, but you're all right. <laughs> and I was like, Dang. But does he know this is an actual comic book character? Like, this really happened in the comics? No, probably not. Yeah. I'm sure uh, he doesn't. It was, uh, oh, what did they call himself? He didn't. He didn't come out as Captain America. I don't think he came as like a U.S. agent. That's what he was called. But he was the Captain American replacement. Uh, and yeah, same same kind of story that's been happening. I won't. We won't share spoilers or anything. But follow the same similar kind of path. Interesting. Became kind of like the. He eventually became kind of an anti-hero in the comics. Kind of like uh, Deadpool is. You know, mm. does bad things, but for good reasons. Okay. But. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him here. I don't think they'll keep him beyond the series. No. Honestly. Okay. But I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed I haven't it. watched it. You haven't watched it yet? Ooh, Chris mean, and the kids are watching it. That's actually what they do on their Friday nights. Oh, uh, so. well, you know, while we're recording. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're just leaving you behind, huh? Mm, well, yeah. It's <laughs> you okay. don't care? You know, That's what they did with uh, WandaVision, too. And then I ended up catching up oh, once it was pretty much all done, you know. That's probably the best way to watch it. <laughs> that is how I because it was torture. Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't feel like torture in between because there's not as much like 
speculation about what's happening next. Okay. I mean, we know big things could be happening that we are unaware of. But like with WandaVision, there were so many rumors and so much... Like, right. who's this? What's this? What's behind this? Is this person going to show up? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Is that the guy from the other one? Yeah. <laughs> you know, all this kind of stuff. And so every week, you're just like, oh, we need more information. And but they only one, give you a nibble <laughs> right. at a time. <laughs> but this one, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a good story. I'm curious as to what will happen next, but I can wait a week. Yeah. And you kind of want to, because this one's heavier. This one feels heavier than WandaVision. WandaVision felt a little bit more... Fun, yeah, surprising. Mm-hmm. This one's just like you know, this one's typical Captain America, kind of intense. Yeah, so I'm okay with the waiting. Is dramatic comedy a thing? Dramedy, yeah, a dramedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you consider that WandaVision dramedy? Uh, in, in, in a sense, sit dramedy, yes, <laughs> in a sense, I could, yeah. Because it definitely had a lot of humor involved, just by the pure basis of how the show was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really is kind of a genre all of its own. It's something that's mm-hmm. never been pulled off. Mm-hmm. And yet done so well. Kind, kind of so like good. my um, current takeover of of the show. <laughs> So last week we talked about (laughs) vaccine passports and how they're proposing to uh, not only like keep you from traveling abroad if you don't have one of these, but now some you know places are thinking, well, maybe traveling between states, you need to prove that you've had a vaccine, and uh, and in some cases, some people are proposing even to like participate in society, go to school, uh, go to the grocery store, buy and sell, literal buy and buy and sell, the stuff that we've been trying to tell. Our uh, our conspiracy theory loving uncles for for months now is not actually happening. Well, now that kind of stuff's starting to happen, and uh, well, if that, if that wasn't in timesy enough for you, hmm, but buckle up. Uh, Pentagon scientists have invented a microchip which senses COVID nineteen in the body. Uh, it is a microchip that is inserted below the skin. And senses COVID-19 in your blood. Um, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Let's just dive right in. Pentagon scientists working inside a secretive unit set up at the height of the Cold War have created a microchip to be inserted under the skin, which will detect COVID-19 infection and a revolutionary filter that can remove the virus from the blood when attached to a dialysis machine. You put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means that you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. He said that they were inspired by the struggle to stem the virus's spread on board the USS Theodore Roosevelt, where 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus, essentially saying it's like a check engine light for your body. I can't. Officials who spoke to the 60 Minutes team said that the Pentagon isn't looking to track your every move yet. A more detailed explanation was not given. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, this this was on 60 Minutes a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, it's there. Uh, it's there. And, uh, I mean, how how long is it before we get... 
get told, well, now you have to get this microchip before you can participate in society now. You need proof that you've been chipped. In fact, as a part of the, uh, the 60 Minutes interview, they showed that people who participate for this uh, trial that they've got going on get a T-shirt that says, I got chipped. It's essentially like a... I can make that T-shirt. <laughs> I can prove that. I can make that look real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's also a rise in vaccine selfies. Have you heard about this? So this mm-hmm. has become the big thing. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even matter if you get the vaccine if you don't post a selfie mm-hmm. of yourself with your little Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. Seeing that you got it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a sick world. <laughs> I just... But not sick the way they think it is. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. I, I don't know anymore. It's a tough situation. It really is. Because we, we, we're, we're tr- we try to balance between rational uh, approaches dealing with a virus that we've never had as a part of human society, dealing with it in responsible ways that uh, are... Appropriate, at least, uh, you know, during these times. And how far can we we let this go and not yell, we have to stop. (laughs) We have to stop here. This is all kinds of wrong, slippery slope nonsense. I mean, seriously, we talked about it last week, how I've had to convince my mom that this is not the mark of the beast. This is not... Uh, something to worry about for the end times. And they're just, they're making it impossible for me to keep this argument going. I know. (laughs) See, and I think that you and I both kind of um, tend to lean more on the side of, it's funny because you would say that you don't, but we both kind of tend to lean more on the side of, like positivity, just looking at it from more of a positive perspective. Oh, no, you, I definitely say I would. Well, you also say that you're more of a realist, which typically means that you're more of a pessimist. Do I say that? You have in the past. Maybe. I'm not sure I'd define myself as that right now. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it is. it is making it really, really, really difficult to remain... Positive. Positive, yeah. About the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. I really do, like, I, I want to throw things. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that would feel really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really well, I'm imagining it right I now. am, honestly. I, I am picturing, like, a <laughs> just a room of walls. <laughs> Where you pay to go in and you pick your you pick your poison essentially. Do you want to throw glass? Do you want to throw metal? Do you want to make holes or do you want to see shatter? Like what do you want to do? You you pick. You decide. That is a legitimate business. You know that. And it is going to be incredibly therapeutic. It's like a room full of like uh, cheap sculptures and cheap yep. glass things. And uh-huh. You just go in there. You pay for like 30 minutes and you just go nuts. Uh-huh. They give you sledgehammers. They give you all kinds of things and just yep. destroy stuff. And then they come in, they sweep it all out, they restock it, and they bring someone else in. 
You want to do it? You want to go into business? <laughs> I think I think we're on to something here. Uh, when we were in, uh, I think it was Seattle, um, during our, our, our little trip we took last year, uh, like downtown, there was a hatchet throwing business, like on the bottom of this like skyscraper, mm-hmm. like bottom floor, <laughs> just come, just come throw axes, mm-hmm. get it all out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can we please? Yeah. We all know we're not going to do that. Why? <laughs> see, and we like, the... she's positive. I'd hurt myself. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> But see, mm, weird. so hard, mm. it would bounce off the wall, come back, and implant itself in my So head. that is something that I've always worried about with axe throwing. That would happen to me, for <laughs> sure. But see, you just have to have, like, a small warehouse that you can section off into several different rooms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, it doesn't need to be beautiful by any means, because it's going to get destroyed. Of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Let's do it. Lots of closed bu- buildings now. Heck yeah. All around the world. Let's just start a whole chain. All right. What's what's the name? <laughs> uh, You're the creative one. You're good at this kind of thing. I'm not. You put me on the spot, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was COVID relief. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, so if this sounds like the start of a dystopian novel, um, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. So again, I'm not going to go as far as to say that uh, this is proof that the end times are upon us, because I, I still think that that thinking is is still a bit too too premature. I just don't like... The slippery slope aspect of it. And so that's what we talked about last week is the the whole, well, you need to prove that you've gotten this vaccine or whatever before you can travel or buy and sell or whatever. Even if that eventually became a thing, you're like, well, I guess we'll get it and we'll do that. That doesn't mean that's the mark of the beast, but that does open the door for America will accept this kind of thing in the future. As normal, because we're starting it here. Because people have already, uh, like politicians, have already suggested, well, maybe we should do more lockdowns occasionally for the flu or for climate change or for other things. Just take, you know, two two weeks, two months off of work just to help this, help this, help this. I'm like, no, oh, this is not a, this is not a thing we ever want to do again, right? Yeah. Like the the the, the cons have 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 been very bad. So at this point, I think that I am such a fence teeterer, but only in regards to like, I can see the rational side of taking two weeks. Yeah. You know, and to me, I, it, it makes sense. I can see the positive behind it. Sure. It wouldn't be, the worst thing that we've ever done. However, at this point, you try to implement that anytime in the near future, you're going to have so much trauma associated with that. <laughs> where you say we're just taking two weeks and people are going to be like, yeah, yeah okay. Remember the last you. time that happened? <laughs> yeah. 
you know, people are going to start burning buildings and it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's good. Even if they truly genuinely do mean at this point, just two <laughs> weeks, guys, just keep, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So I, I teeter on that of, I, it could be good. It could be incredibly beneficial long-term, but it could also be incredibly traumatizing. Yeah. So with the microchip thing, uh, the thing that they brought up in the end is, you know, they're not looking to track you. Um, but there's nothing to prevent them from putting in a little thing in there that'll be a tracker without you knowing. Um, I am, like, worried about my phone has popped up a couple times saying, hey, download this this uh, COVID tracking app so you can be notified if you've been around people that have tested positive for, for COVID, which... To me, it tells me this thing uh, operates by as many people as possible have this app, and you get your like COVID tracing just by who you pass, you know, with your phone. Meaning your tracker has to be on, your GPS always has to be on, and it knows where you're going, and it knows who you've been interacting with, it knows where you've been. I don't like that. Well, and yeah, at the end of the day, I, Chris and I have had this conversation where with the technology that we live in Mm -hmm. and that we use on the regular, Mm -hmm. it's just become our second nature. It's just, it is an integral part of pretty much everyone's life at this point. We're being tracked. Oh, sure. You know, um, do I feel like um, it, my privacy has been invaded? Not necessarily, but does it bring some concern? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I do think that it could also be good if ever worst case scenario was to happen. But then at the same time, I also feel like how many people go missing on a regular and we can't find them. If tracking really worked as good as it as we feel like it does, as we're fearful that it does, then it wouldn't be a, an issue, right? Hmm. Like, we should be able to... It sh- the techno- technology should be at the point now to where that's no longer something that happens. Well, see, in that instance, then, we're talking about microchips again. Because people get kidnapped or whatever, they're going to... Kidnappers are going to get rid of their phones. Yeah. So they can't be tracked beyond that point. We put macro- microchips in dogs and cats so we can find our pets. We gonna do that with people? Because once it's in you, it's in you. What are you gonna do? Take a knife, buck knife, See? and cut it out? Because <laughs> I do get that point, and I, I honestly believe that's gonna be an argument. In, in, See, and then what ends up it. what ends up really scaring me is maybe not for our grandchildren, but possibly our great grandchildren when they're born. It's going to be a, do you want to have your child microchipped? You know, like the vaccines are Mm -hmm. at this point when, when we have children, it's going to be that for them. And one of the big pushes, one of the big benefits is going to be, you know, it, um, warding against abduction. Yeah. That, uh, always having identification of who you actually are. Yeah. Um, Put your credit card information on those things. Wouldn't even need uh, wouldn't even need QR codes on your phone to pay with your Walmart app or whatever. Just but 
at the same time, doesn't that sound exactly like end time stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be super convenient. Could also be. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the, the. The beginning of the tribulation. end. There we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary stuff. The and beginning so, of the like end you say, and you know, beginning. at the same time, we say that, but that's because we live in the here and now where that's what we think could be, you know, the, the, the kind of mark of the beast type thing, just mm-hmm. because that's the technology of our time. Mm-hmm. 200 years ago, what were they thinking the mark of the beast could be? Right. 200 years from now. Could be what a completely gonna, different yeah. thing. Could be weird uh, holographic tattoos mm-hmm. that. Uh, <laughs> and see, it's so it's, it could hard. Be the weirdest thing to to truly understand where to land on this because yeah. I never want to be so consumed with something that it is my every thought that it is um, pushing me towards fear and anxiety. Yeah, you know. Um, but I also don't ever want to be so naive that I'm just like, guys, we're good. We're fine. Everything's okay. It's hard to figure out where to land <laughs> and to land reasonably to where other people not only hear you and hear what you're saying, but find encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get anything for you today in that. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Prayer. Prayer is what I have for you. Yeah. We're actually interested in what you guys would think. Uh, We'd love for you to to hit us up over on all of our socials Mm -hmm. at the back row LTN. Let us know what you think. Uh, Please. I am very. Let us know what to think. Please. Please. Because it's kind of scary. Yeah. As, as, uh, no matter how practically they can be explained, it's a scary thought. It's a scary thought because it's been used as uh, the picture of invasion of privacy to taking over your life to Mark of the Beast, body snatchers, all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're, we tend, seem to be barreling towards that really quickly now thanks to COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's frightening. Yeah. It's frightening to see what's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. I will say the last several months, I've just kind of leaned like towards reminding myself that God is not a God of chaos and confusion. Sure. You know, and just kind of reiterating that internally over and over. And so personally, for me, that's what has driven many of my decisions surrounding, you know, COVID and the things that we're advised to do and not advised to do. And so far it's done me pretty well. Yeah. (laughs) The decisions I've made haven't (laughs) been drastic or terribly detrimental. So I think that's just where I'm going to continue to, to land and see this thing out. Keep positive. Keep hopeful, keep trusting, and... Uh, if I ever start to feel chaotic or overwhelmed or confused, I will remind myself. And, and hopefully, uh, the the most common idea of how the end time goes is correct, and we just all get raptured up before we even got to worry about a Mark of the Beast coming down. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. 
tomorrow's good. I'm good. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, guys. <laughs> Let's just go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to share our latest Twitter poll about how afraid you are of COVID. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Back to the background morning show. Things are winding down for the day. Uh, but first, <laughs> you gotta stop with the sad side. We wanted to know: <laughs> Are you still afraid of COVID? Uh, we asked you that question. Are you still worried about COVID? With four possible answers: Nah, a little bit, less and less every day, and yeah. Look, I purposely remember to turn my head away. Hey, good job. What do you think the number one answer was? Less and less every day. Uh, that was the number two answer at 33.8%. A little bit? No. Nah. Was the really? number one answer. 44.6%. Nah. Close to half said nah. 12.3% okay. uh, said yeah. And uh, 9.2 says a little bit. Uh, had I not gotten it already, I'd probably say a little bit too at the time. Okay. I feel like getting it and getting over it really kind of lessens your fear of it a bit. Partially because you're like, well, I got immunities now, at least for a little while. Uh, <laughs> but also because, I mean, yeah, it was bad, but I mean, I could do it again. It's not, it, it, it didn't kill me. It didn't nearly kill me. The flu of 2015 was worse. It was so much worse. I don't think it was even a flu officially. It was just like the a, stomach a terrible bug. stomach bug. Just stomach awful. bug of 2015. Wrecked you. Inside and out. Took days. out an entire church. Really did. Look, Real we quick, should over write, Christmas. <laughs> we should write like a, a story about that. It was the stomach bug that stole Christmas. It, that should be a kid's book. The stomach bug that stole Christmas. There you go. We need to get an animator. Hey. He's really good at puke. I have connections. Puke, <laughs> puke and poop uh, illustrations. Yep, I got connections. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> a new book, Everybody Pukes. Instead of poops, you get it? I get it. Pukes and poops. I get it. No, we're doing it. <laughs> this is the next next phase of back row books. <laughs> See? We're doing it. No! What? It could have so many. So, oh, we're totally doing it. We're totally doing it. Then you can write a book about glitter. <laughs> the STD of the craft world. Exactly. You can't say STD though in the book. I absolutely can. No, no. You need to you need to come up with something else. The cooties the of the uncurable craft disease. <laughs> the gonorrhea of the craft. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I like cooties. I like cooties. I like cooties. We're doing this. <laughs> and you can't tell me no. Uh, okay, okay, okay. We're doing it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There you go. 
That's our next Twitter poll. If you think <laughs> we should venture into writing comical children's books, <laughs> they would be funny and they would be appropriate. They would be hilarious. They would and not be all, appropriate. They would be appropriate. <laughs> no, they would be appropriate. And they would all be based around church culture in some way. Oh, I'm, we're doing it. All right. You get started. <laughs> you first. <laughs> well, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Proverbs ten twenty. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is of little worth. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. <sighs> Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. That's where you can tell us your thoughts on uh, the microchip. And the Background Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor for just a little while longer, Backrow Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNonair.com, and every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Backroom Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will, too. Mo, final thoughts. Microchimps are way better than microchips. Ooh. Dang. Okay. So we got to talk about this real quick. <laughs> Bonus story at the end. You you, you want to be freaked out a little bit more? No. Because here we go. No, I don't want to. Uh, Elon Musk's company Neuralink is already in the testing phase with chimps. No. Where they can control things with their minds. <laughs> They put microchimps are not my, better than my, microchips. Both are they, awful. I watched a video of this chimp that is playing this game. It's a very rudimentary game on the screen where you move a ball to the, the highlighted square. It'll highlight the square, you move the ball there, and another square highlight, you move the ball there. And initially she's doing it with a joystick. As the as the Neuralink chimp chip uh, like figures out how the monkey thinks. And then they just take the joystick away. And she's still playing this game. She is moving this ball with her brain. Getting a little banana smoothie reward every time she gets it in the little uh, square. And she gets it pretty much 100% accurately. So, <laughs> not just Mark of the Beast, it's also Planet of the Apes. Here we come. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs>